I think we can both agree that parenting might be one of the most, if not the most important reason why society is uh, in a falling state. And, well, so many problems we see around us are from individuals who were raised poorly. They had very, very bad parents that didn't teach them the right morals and the right behaviors to attribute when they grow older. Uh, and so this is a bit of a rhetorical question for both of us, since we both kind of know the answer. But what do we see around us as uh, evidence of this poor parenting? Well, what we see around us is pretty much on every single day, you know, human interactions. It could be also, the, you know, in the family, it could be on the streets, it could be just regular folks, you know, we just meeting at work, but as well as, well, you know, outside of that sphere, look at the politicians, look at, you know, the people in different countries and so on and so on. And uh, I think the best way, you know, to kind of summarize is the consequences, right? Everything got consequences. It's almost like a mathematical version of the life. We know one plus one, the consequence is two, right? <laughs> so everything, you know, ends in a certain direction based on our actions prior to that. And uh, parenting, which is one of the most important, if not the most important, Things you know what we can do in our lives, which is teaching our kids, the future generation. Uh, you know, at the end, that what creates the next next society, and so on, and so on. And if the parents forget to do that, well, we can see it. You know, today that we are actually sleeping in our moral standards, the things which used to be normal thing, right? We took mm -hmm. for almost for granted. Uh, today are almost non-existent. Like for example, uh, respect, respect right. to the other people. That's kind of slowly disappearing. We almost taking respect as uh, well. I'm gonna give respect if that person deserves it. You know, I'm gonna be the judge of that. That you know, plain respect, like respect to the other person, as as like a normal thing without any strings attached to it. That kind of disappeared. Yeah. Um, and do you also think that maybe the bad parents that we have today are also maybe a sign of bad parents from previous generations? Yeah. And that's just been kind of this like domino effect where for like the last uh, probably 50, 60 or so years, mm -hmm. we've just had really terrible parents. And then maybe that just kind of has this almost like a, like a snowball effect where it just keeps getting worse and worse because no one is correcting themselves or at least very, very few people are correcting themselves. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, my personal belief when that whole thing really started in big time, right? It was after World War II. Mm. Maybe boomers, right? Yeah, because World War II did affect the people dramatically. As well as depression, you know, the economic, you know, life, you know, in the 1930s, that put some effect on the young people, on that growing generation, right, from 1920s to 1930s, right? Mm. And then, of course, the World War II made additional huge impact on people, right? And those were the future 
parents of the baby boomers. Right. And I think that's why the baby boomers got so really messed up and some of the things which was in previous societies normal, they kind of threw away, dump it in garbage because right. their parents, you know, the parents who went, you know, the, the young generation who went through 1930s and their 40s, they just uh, didn't provide it. You know, we always talk about the World War II as uh, yeah, the human cost, which was huge. A lot of people died, millions upon millions. Right. You know, then economic cost, right? It was also huge. You know, um, I would say the Entire first, countries collapsed. Yeah, yeah. You know, first trillions, you know, spent on, uh, on economy in a small amount of the time. That was right after World War II. I just imagine to rebuild not just the cities, but the whole countries. Yeah. And of course, you know, when you mix it up with the Cold War, which followed after that, right? So you put that whole thing together, it got almost like a perfect storm, which actually did happen and affected the, you know, because baby boomers, you know, their generation was the one which was uh, cut short on providing and or receiving and receiving the proper parenting. And it could be both ways, you know. Bad parenting can be if you don't give enough parenting, right? Mm -hmm. But also can be when you give too much, when you provide too much for the kids. That could be also bad parenting as well. It could go both ways. Right, you're being too yeah. careful with them. Yeah, that and you're is not it. letting them mm -hmm. actually take responsibility for themselves, yeah. right? Yeah, if you're going to neglect the kids, for example, right? Neglect them, not just they you know emotionally but also materialistically right don't provide you know food don't provide you know, stuff about the head plus and of course with that emotional part don't you know teach them proper things they will struggle in their lives later on mm. but it can be also the other way around you just provide too much you give them just too much stuff right, right. and too much attention with every small thing right too much hugging too much loving right because there is too much there is definitely too much well, I mean, like, yeah, uh, it can affect the kids. We see nowadays with a lot of kids mm -hmm. who are like five, six, and they already have like a smartphone, right? They already have access mm -hmm. to the internet, unfiltered access to the internet, which is even worse because that means they're susceptible to all these pretty bad things that are on the internet. Um, you know, and that's probably a, a good example of parents trying to give too much to their kids, mm -hmm. right? When I was younger, I'm not saying that I, was probably the best role model example for what a parent should be doing. But when I was younger, I didn't get my first phone until I was, what, 12? And that was just a flip phone. I didn't get my first smartphone until I was well into my teenage years. And I think that was that was smart because had I had gotten it sooner, I would have been glued to my phone every single minute. And I know some people that are like that when I go to work or when I go to a restaurant, no one even wants to look at each other anymore. Everybody just wants to look at their phones whenever they get even a slice of free time. It used to be before people would just, they would go to have dinner and they would actually just talk. That was how they would mm -hmm. pass, pass the time. And now everybody is you know stuck on their phone. And of course, addiction is going to be something we're going to talk about uh, next week. So I'm going to leave that for later. But you can kind of see, I guess, where the parenting comes in. Because they were given 
that access so early on in their life or it was so pushed on them, right? It was not restricted at all. The parents didn't take any responsibility and saying, hey, you can't just spend all your time on your phone or all your time on the internet. They were just like, yeah, it's okay, it's fine. Now there's almost like no repercussion. Everybody's like, well, I can just be on my phone whenever I want and as long as I want and it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's that's kind of one of the big examples I get to see, you know, and people around me that have bad parents. Yeah. And of course, you know, it's snowballs because eventually those particular kids, they're going to grow up. They will have their own families and they will have to raise their own kids, mm-hmm. right? And if they are deficient, you know, in their own life, talking about the parents, if they're struggling with even simple, simple, basic things, you know, in their decision-making process, well, how they can teach, you know, you know, their kids, you know, how right. to actually, you know, how to live their lives. So it's kind of, you know, either going to stagnate or even going to get worse, which again, we can see in present, present society. And I, again, go back, you know, to the previous thing. Uh, the baby boomers, that was just listening way too much in a short amount of the time from their parents. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the thinking like, from the parents' side, hey, hey, we had very hard lives, we didn't have this and that, so now we're going to try to make it better for our kids, you know, for the baby boomer kids. They overcorrected. And they overcorrected it. Uh, because, and again, when you receive too much, it's actually, again, detrimental. I, I can illustrate it. Uh, you probably noticed, uh, uh, usually in a movies, but maybe you had, you know, pleasure to meet some, you know, super smart very intelligent and abnormally intelligent, you know, kids or people in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And the very first thing, you know, when you see those those people, right, when they are, you know, grown up, I'm not talking about people who are really abnormally smart. The people, you know, who when they were kids, they skipped, you know, even some grades, right, because they were so smart, right? They skipped, you know, certain years in the school because they just were going so much ahead. Well, once they grow up, they are kind of off, right? Right, really, yeah. really off, you know, and we always try to think about like, what is, you know, I mean, kind of think like, oh, they are the nerds, right? So it's a normal <laughs> thing. But, well, not really. There is something really, oh, it's something like missing, like the basic things, they're missing, right? And uh, the reason being because they just skipped it. They skipped certain very important years because they were so smart and the focus was on certain particular subject or object in, in uh in their lives, they focus only on that. Well, you are great in mathematics, you know, and physics and so yeah, on. So okay, let's, so let's perfect that. We're yeah. gonna be focusing on that one. It just keeps skipping, you know. However, you know, that part of the brain is supposed to be focusing on interactions, communications, uh, you know, personal feelings and feelings towards the other people and so on. That deteriorated or pretty much just froze and there was no development. And then it's that imbalance in their lives now. They are super yeah. smart, but you know, socially, they are super, super awkward. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, do you think there are any key principles that every parent should follow in order to raise their children correctly? Like, if you could like really pinpoint it down to like a certain set of criteria that makes a good parent, 
Well, is that a simple? But I think that a simple. So well, there I, is I no, there is no simple criteria. I don't think so. It does exist. And at the end, really, even the best parent, it just there is only so much you can do. We, we're not the gods, right? You're right. So uh, the principles, the Christian principles, are right there. That's a solid, solid things. The Christian principles teach the basics. You know what we should do ourselves and what we should teach our kids, right? And what's a great thing about Christian principles is because they are basic, it can be learned by anyone. It doesn't matter what educational degree you have, you know, what mm-hmm. social status, how much money you have or don't, you know, what country you live and so on. The Christian principles fits pretty much to anyone. Uh, therefore, I mentioned many times before, that's why the faith in God, in Christian God, Jesus Christ, is so important because it gives you all the tools you need. Very simple ones, very basic ones, right? Mm-hmm. However, they are solid. And then they can branch, you know, to the other, you know, important, important stuff, you know? Right. So, Number one was always, you know, number one is God, have a faith in God, right? And uh, I heard it again from so many parents saying like, well, I believe in God, but I don't teach it to my kids because they're going to figure it on their own. Well, they Mm -hmm. will not. They will not. So like, you know, you yourself, those parents, right? You will learn it from your parents most probably, right? You got to teach it to your parents. Maybe not just by the only words. Most importantly, by your own interactions. Right. The kids will do what parents do, right? Kids will usually not do <laughs> what parents told them to do because they just kind of like, yeah, I don't want to do that, you know. But if they will see the parents doing something right, mm-hmm. the kids will repeat it, right? So the kids have to see the parents doing right things. So faith in God is number one. If the kids are going to see it, hey, my parents not just go to the church on Sunday, say a few prayers, go home and then live their lives, but they actually do the things according to the God, you know, God uh, recommendations. Uh, the kids will do that too as well. We have to have their leadership and the God is the best leader we can have because mm-hmm. he's always with us. It doesn't matter where you go. You know, you are in the bedroom, you know, you are in the bathroom, you know, you're at work, you are in your car, on vacation, the God is always with you. And he's always, you know, truthful to you as long as you listen to him, right? So, the faith in God is the most important thing. The leaderless, leaderless society or leaderless life always ends up the wrong way. Mm-hmm. We need a leader, right? Each of us. Like we have at, a, at work, right? There's always a boss, right? In a school, there is somebody in charge of the school itself, the university. Mm-hmm. Even in a country, we got a president, right? You know, each state have a governor, right? Each city has a mayor. We take leadership for, you know, like a normal thing. But however, when it comes to our life, our personal life, we kind of discard it. We don't need any leader. Well, that's kind of, that's kind of doesn't make any sense to me. Like, we need leader for everything, but suddenly for the most important thing, which is our very life, we don't need leader anymore. That's, that's, I'm, I'm sorry, that's a stupid, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, if the parents got to teach something, the most important thing is the having the faith in God and follow, follow God's, Jesus Christ's teachings. Right. That's number one. If they can give nothing else, if they give this one thing, that would be like 90%. Because through the faith in God, kids will actually find the other stuff, what they need. How do you keep kids in the faith? Because I know there's a lot of Catholics who, Catholic families, right? They raise kids and their kids don't stay in the faith. They end up becoming, I guess, rebellious, you could say. Oh, it's not cool to be Catholic. My friends aren't Catholic. And they leave the church or they just don't believe it or something like that, right? I've met so many people over But why do why the kids are rebellious? What do you think? Bad parenting. <laughs> well, no, but why the kids are rebel? Because of others? I mean, well, usually they're rebel because they think that whatever they parents they told them, right, doesn't work. Right? Right. They are usually, their thing is usually like, hey, hey dad, mom, uh, all right. You don't know. You I tell me this and you. that, but when I'm in school with my peers, you know, living my life actually outside of the family, it actually doesn't work, you know. It doesn't apply, you know. It's super hard. It's so, so tough, you know. It's almost like a fighting against the current. So, what do you think that is the way to remedy that stuff? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, the thing is, is I, I'm, on, I'm of the belief that most of the parents don't have actually that different of a experience. I mean, we mentioned it the other day about like how bullying has always been a thing. That's not like, oh, something new that mm-hmm. they've allowed in schools and, you know, all the, these other things. It's like, well, parents have, I'd assume even the bad ones have some level of wisdom that they can give to their kids. They've been in some of those situations. I mean, okay, but uh, okay, let's don't segue to something different. So, what do you think? How you, how the parents can remedy, you know, that uh, world perception of their kids who believes that whatever you know they learn from the parents doesn't apply in their lives because it's just too hard to to you know to actually put it you know and put it actually in the world the faith, you know, let's say, for example, to be courteous, you know, be respectful, be loving, you know, be honest, and so on and so on, right? Mm-hmm. If they see, you know, it's too hard, oh, that is too hard, I cannot live like this, you know, you know, my my peers going to be laughing at me, they're going to be, you know, be bullying at me because I'm doing, you know, these things which they think is stupid. Well, how the parents can remedy that? To be supportive? I mean... Well, uh, how, about, how about this? What about, how about this, a son... Look at my life. I'm living that life. I'm not just telling you. I'm living my life. And guess what? I'm using now Joe Biden's words. Guess what? <laughs> uh, it is hard. It is hard for me too. Life is supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be hard. Jesus Christ said, you know, himself, you know, if I had a hard life and I was persecuted, what about you, my followers? Do you think that you're going to have an easier life than me? No. How can, you know, the master going to have a hard life, but people working for the master going to have now easier life? It doesn't work like this, right? Right. So you're supposed to have the hard life. It's going to be hard. It's going to be super, super hard. But uh, the few things going to happen, that hard life has actually a reward, the after the death mm-hmm. in heaven. Because at the end, 
you know, everybody does. Life is short. I mean, you ask older people who are in their 70s and 80s, they will tell you themselves, oh, their life was so short. Why so short? Because this is just a small portion of your entire existence. The life after the death, that has that length without the end, you know, mm -hmm. with all the depth and all the understanding and so on. Life here on the earth, you know, earthly life, just a small, tiny little fraction of the fraction of the fraction of it. Okay. Mm. All right. Second, yes, here, since we are here on the earth right now, it is hard. But which each obstacle you overcome, right? Which each obstacle you resist and you overcome it, you become stronger and more resistant, you know, more tougher actually to deal with the other obstacles which they come to your life. And vice versa, if you don't do it, you know, if you just cave in, you know, like, oh, okay, I, this is too hard, you know, I'm not going to do that. You're going to keep caving one thing after another, right? And uh, at the end, you just pretty much going to rely on your feelings. Well, I don't feel right now I'm going to do this thing because this is too hard. And again, and again, and again, right? Mm -hmm. That's why people become so, you know, so really, you know, a weak personally, you know, inside. They just cannot, you know, face anything nowadays. Like, look at right now, you know, unfortunately, you know, we've got to say that, you know, look at, you know, our politics, right? What our politicians, our representatives, what they are doing. Right. And very few people actually are, you know, courageous to say something about it. Which, if you would move it to 200 years back, it would be something very un courageous unimaginable. <laughs> people are like, what? You know, that politician, you know, is stealing money, you know, living in corruption, and you guys doing nothing? You're just sitting quietly at home, like pretending like nothing is happening. Absolutely unimaginable. No way. Yeah, but 200 years from that time, right? Today, we just like, well, it's too hard. You know, what should I do? You know, I don't know. Right. So you can see how it affects the society as a whole. So yes, uh, life is hard. Okay. It's very hard. It's supposed because it's supposed to be. There is no way around it. Okay. You know, stepping back. And giving yourself excuses, why not to fight the right things, is actually detrimental to our lives. We mm -hmm. don't know it at that moment, but it is. So, yes, that would be my answer to my kids, you know. Parents, they should that, hey, life is hard. I got it. But it's supposed to be like that. This is not that you are something special and you are suffering because you are doing the right things. Every person who is doing the right things will suffer in certain point of their life and will fight against the oppression, will fight against the current, will fight against these things. But it is rewarding. Primary after the death, one day with a God. But even here on the earth, it will make you stronger, more resilient, and you will be able to actually fight the other challenges later on in your life more easily. And the only way parents can do that to show it with their own lives, not just in the words like, hey, yeah, I got it, I got it, give me a hug. <laughs> no. Parents got to show it with their own lives, that they actually themselves, they're fighting, you know. If I see my parent, you know, sitting on the sofa all day long and just drinking beer and watching football, if I see my mom, you know, gaining 300 pounds, right, doesn't want to do anything around the house, the house is dirty, you know. And, you know, kitchen is not clean, you know, just doing nothing. None of them is doing anything, right? 
But they tell me like, hey, but you gotta believe in God. Well, mom and dad, I'm sorry. You look like a bum. So you're doing nothing with your lives. <laughs> What do you got to tell me? Then, of course, I'm gonna rebel against that, right? Right. Parents have to represent what actually they're asking from their kids. Mm-hmm. Well, um, that was definitely uh, quite a lot of stuff, and there's definitely more we could talk about, but we have to wrap it up for this week. So, uh, in the next episode, we will talk about addiction. Where we see uh, where we see its effects on society and how that actually affects individuals. If you feel if you have any questions, feel free to send them to us. We may answer them in a future episode. We'd appreciate it if you could follow us on all social media. And until next week, thanks for listening. Take care and God bless. Godspeed.